Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. 29-29. Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at ComEd.com slash clean. Thanks for being with us. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Hi. Remember last night? Hello. That was awesome. We're Let's back again. That time. Yeah. Last night was fun. It's been nothing but, uh, I know my timeline is very much curated to me. But I feel like every other Instagram video, every other tweet, every other Facebook post is something about Connor Bedard. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> what happens when you uh, you do great things, you get great attention. It's uh, it's good for everybody. It's good for the Blackhawks. It's good for the league. Mm-hmm. It's good for hockey in general. And I know our friend uh, Emily Kaplan had had tweeted out. Uh, oh yeah, I that, saw this. Uh, last night. There was some grumblings early in the year that. Uh, too much attention is being uh, mm-hmm. paid to young Mr. Bedard. What are you doing but, that for? But uh, now... I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just uh, tossing dice here. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. And then, uh, But apparently now you're not hearing so much of that because uh, nope. the kid's really freaking good, yeah. just like everybody said he was going to be. For Christ's sake, like have some fun with a young, talented superstar who's going to make all 32, and it better stay at 32 teams. It won't. A lot of money. It won't. I can't wait for the draft in Atlanta. That's going to be a lot of fun. F Atlanta. We'll go oh, to that trip. Third time's a charm, Greg. Come on. No, oh, yeah, I keep t- it, was, it was the ownership the first two times. How is it going to be different? No one no. cares. Screw Atlanta. They're not a hockey market. They'll never be <sighs> a hockey market. But, just, you know, I'm glad you brought up the Emily Kaplan thing. I got lost in the shuffle last night, and this is nothing against her, of course. She's just sharing the information. But, of course, there's there's old curmudgeon leaders in hockey and players that are like, he's getting too much attention. Good. Stop him. Stop yeah. him. Yeah, you don't want him to be on the highlight reel every night? Yeah. Don't. don't. Don't maybe when him. you got three guys around him, one of them maybe play defense. Yeah. Don't let him score a Michigan goal on you. Yeah. Well, I wonder if Jordan Bennington was one of those guys. I'm probably. There's too much hype on this I guy. One, one of his burners. Is. Yeah. I hope it is. Bite me. Yeah. Throw a water bottle at Yeah. Him. I just, it's the, just so the, stupid. Like, the general public wants to see exciting hockey, and Connor Bedard is providing exciting hockey. Like, you know, enjoy it or get out of the way. I don't see like baseball people being like this. Otani is bad for the game. Like, oh, what are there's you talking there's about? some. There's some. well, they don't like the contract because well, they they're unwilling to pay. It. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're unwilling which to may do or it. May or may not be right, but we'll see. But yeah, no, like you've got He's a only marketable making two million kid. a year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've got this marketable kid who's just scratching the surface of what he's going to do in this league. Mm-hmm. You've got him in a major market. You've got him on one of your most historic franchises. It's just the perfect fit for everybody involved. Yes, there's Reg- a reason. Regardless of if it's not your favorite team or not, Connor Bedard on the Blackhawks is good for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Connor Bedard would be fun on the Columbus Blue Jackets, eh, not playing in overtime and playing eight minutes a night on the fourth, <laughs> line. fourth line. How's that yeah. good for anybody? <laughs> yeah. Ass jackets. Bunch of ass jackets. Well, there's a reason that everyone said when the Hawks won a draft lottery that it was rigged because the best thing for the league is Connor Bedard coming to Chicago. Yeah. So guess what? It happened. Enjoy it. It's good for the game that employs you. Mm-hmm. That when Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks come to your town, you're going to have a bigger gate. You're going to have more people there. You're going to have more people watching on TV. It helps everybody. And it's like Joe Biden. It helps everyone. Come on. <laughs> Stimulates the I, I mean it. I'm not, I'm not joking. Yeah, it's good for the economy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> other, other fan bases um, will benefit from Connor Bedard growing the visibility and attention on the NHL because more viewers, more people interested, that gets more people into into buildings, as you said, gets more uh, eyes on broadcasts. Uh, that means more eyes on uh, advertisements and more more money being brought in 
uh, that way. That means salary caps can go up, and that means your favorite team doesn't have to choose between which $12 million player are we going to keep, player A or player B, Toronto. You can keep them both now because the salary cap is going up because more money is being funneled into the league because the league hopefully learns their lesson and starts marketing this this next wave of of young talent that's coming through and Bedard is you know I would say the leader of that 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 group uh all right thanks for being with us we got a lot to get to today we're going to hear from Connor Bedard we're going to talk a little bit about Peter Mrazek too uh and here are some comments Luke Richardson shared before yesterday's game and again today at practice on Peter Mrazek uh, we're going to look a little bit into the future on what sort of help could be coming for Bedard. Before we get to that, make sure you smash that like button for us. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page as well. If you're a podcast listener, we love you. You're OGs. You can subscribe, follow wherever you get your podcasts. And, hey, it's the season of giving for a few more days anyway. Sure. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify if you are so inclined. Those are very, very helpful. Just like the likes on YouTube, those five-star reviews, especially with something written, hey, great podcast, yeah, fellas, boom. That helps. That stuff really, really helps get us pushed out there on top of those hockey charts, on top of those podcast charts, so make sure you do that for us. I don't want to derail the show. Uh-oh. When, when, do the, when do the holiday decorations come down in the household? I usually wait until after the new year, probably like a week after the new year. Greg? Uh, yeah, I would say anytime shortly after january 1st keep them up through the new year uh my my wife has already packed away uh most of our holiday uh decorations but the tree is uh is still up and i think that that's gonna that's gonna stay up until at least through the new year when i was a kid my parents because my birthday is in in early january my parents would keep the tree through my birthday oh that's nice i don't know if we'll do that this year real tree fake tree it's a fake tree yeah greg I grew up with real trees, but I have fake tree now. We have over the last three or four years, we've gone real trees. I'd love to go back real tree. It's Home just, Depot, it's, man. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot of work. We I had did. we had uh, real trees growing up as a kid in my family, and then my wife and I did real trees in our Chicago apartments. Uh, that was that was fun because there was uh, we lived near um, St. Matthias, and they sold trees out, oh, of their, nice. out of their parking lot. So we would literally walk down the street by the tree and walk it back to our apartment. And then um, the only Christmas we had in our in our house without our daughter, we did a real tree, uh, went out to Richardson's, not Luke, Richardson's Tree Farm. <laughs> uh, it's a cut your own tree. So that was a, that was a experience slash workout. And then uh, had it in the house and it died instantly. Mm. I watered that thing. Like I treated it like I've treated every Christmas tree in my entire life and it died so fast and it was, it was dead on Christmas. And like the day after we were like, <laughs> we need to get this out of the house and I'm taking the string lights off the tree and every needle oh, is falling off. So since then we've done fake Fair trees. I, I just <laughs> like that like I can him. take my real tree, pull it out of the stand, walk out the front door and throw it on the curb and I'm done. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing like finding though those old brown needles in like July when you have a real tree. Like, Stepping oh, on one, yeah. Christmas. When you step on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, I remember Christmas. Stabs you fun. right in the foot. Yep. Yeah. All no. right. Should we should we get into our Bedard topic or should we hear from Bedard first? You guys were there today. Let's. I was at the brain doctor. Let's hear from Therapist. Bedard. Not like want to hear from Bedard. Yeah. Let's hear from Bedard. Let's hear from young. Let's Connor. hear from the young man himself. You guys with <laughs> yeah. It's always nice. I think. Um, but I feel like for me and, and us, obviously, you want to win is every game, but uh, that night you enjoy it, and then, you know, you come, you know, to, to work kind of the same same mentality. You don't want to get too high, you don't want to get too low, and um, so I think we had a good skate today, and kind of hope to uh, continue that success tomorrow. When you hear how loud the UC got last night, do you, do you kind of look into the future like, man, I can't wait to see what this place sounds like for a playoff game or something like that? Yeah, it was on, it's been unbelievable every game, and um, the support we get, it's, it's pretty special. And, um, you know, of course, watching some of the games, uh, you know, in the, in the finals of the past and, and everything, you, you dream of that. You're always kind of, you know, looking at the banners and stuff and, um, you know, thinking of that for sure. So um, it's a special city to, to be playing sports, and, um, you know, the fans are unreal. So 
uh, yeah, I can't imagine no better place to, to be playing. Did you happen to see the uh, clip of the fan that was crying after you were with Timur? <laughs> yeah, uh, that was, that was uh, pretty funny, but uh, it was good. It's, it's cool, you know, obviously they're really passionate fans and, um, you know, the emotion and, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty special to see, you know, people get so emotional and, and happy and, uh, you know, for us and, um, you know, that's a, you know, we're going out there, we're getting energy from, from them and playing for them and, um, you know, it's pretty special to see the, the emotion. Does something like that give you a little bit of an extra attachment to the fan base? You've only been here for, you know, 34 games, but does that kind of give you a little bit more of a feeling of, you know, being part of the Blackhawks? Yeah, I think... You know, ever since I got I got drafted, there was so much support, and um, you know, myself and uh, my family, we've said how you know good the people are here, and um, you know how welcoming it's it's been so far, and uh, you know to see that and see just the support we get every night, like like I was saying, it's um, you know you you can't help but but love that and, and love the fans. It's it's obviously loud and a lot going on when that moment happens, but what about as you drive home? And get home and you're reflecting on the moment was there was there any, a chance to kind of reflect on it and what were you thinking um yeah i mean like i said you, you kind of you know, enjoy it for a little and then um it's just next game you know we're playing so much you can't really you know sit on it too much but uh my parents were there, were there last night so it's uh, i got to go home and just just talk to them and um you know it's always nice when, when they can be here and, and get to watch games and, um, you know, obviously it's nice to kind of have a moment like that with them in the building. Do they revel in some of your firsts, like even maybe more than you do, like get excited, um, you know, about, you know, an overtime game winner or or the uh, the Michigan goal or things like that? Um, I don't know. I, I try to be, you know, calm about that stuff and kind of even keel. And, um, you know, I think they're, you know, my biggest fans and, and I'm, you know, they get pretty excited and, um, it's cool they've got to be there for a lot of milestones. My first goal, uh, first goal at home, and obviously uh, first overtime goal. So little things like that. It's it's pretty cool. You know, I give them more credit than than I do myself uh, for for being here. And uh, you know, they've done so much for me. So to get to kind of enjoy some some little things like that is with them is, is pretty cool. Were you, conscious, were you conscious of the disparity between goals on the road and that you hadn't scored many at home? And do you think maybe this? Unlocks it. I mean, obviously, I know you're probably not doing anything differently, road versus home. But for whatever reason, they just hadn't come at home. Uh, yeah, I mean, you always know, and um, you, you don't want to think about it, it too much. I mean, I felt like you know I've had good games at home, bad games at home, good on the road, bad on the road, and um, you know for whatever reason they were going in more on the road. But uh, it's nice to to get a couple in front of the home crowd for sure. What about first period goals? Anything there? It just seems like there's a lot. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I'd love to get them in, in all of them, but um, you know, so far it's it's been a lot then. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm going in every period with the same mindset, and um, it's just happened to, to be more in the first, I guess. When you were talking about the lacrosse goal yesterday, Zegers kind of had the same answer where he sees it just as another scoring opportunity. Is that is that sort of evolution, maybe just how, how you guys grew up playing the game, and just you know, I think certain generation thinks of it as a trick shot, but now you guys just see it's another way to be creative and just find another way to score goals. Um, yeah, I think just you're seeing it more and more too. Um, and that's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of plays coming around the net, and you know, others low to high or, or whatever. And I think if there's room, it's it's just a, just a scoring chance and uh, something you're doing to, to try to score a goal, not trying to be extra fancy or anything. It's obviously looks different. It's a different type of play, but in the end, you're just trying to score a goal. Is some of the kind of hype, yeah, I know we, we keep asking you about that kind of stuff, but some of that died down, like, you know, you're at the grocery store, grocery store and it's just, oh, hey, Connor, you know, like seeing people on the street or, or are you still getting, like, kids and, and fans that are really hyped about seeing you and yelling your name and that kind of thing? Uh, just depends where I am, I guess. Um, like I said, though, people here are really nice. Usually it's just, uh, you know, hello or um, good luck with the rest of the season or the next game or whatever, so... Um, yeah, everyone's been, been really good good with that. And um, when there's a group of kids, you know, screaming is pretty cool. And, um, you know, you try to uh, make, make their day as best as possible. That was Chicago Blackhawk Connor Bedard. Mm-hmm. Calder Trophy winner. Chicago resident say. Connor Bedard. That's fun to say. Yes. Feels like home to him. Couldn't think of a better place to play. His words.
Not ours. Yeah. yeah. Sure sounds like a guy looking for a trade as soon as possible. <laughs> sure sure does. You're I, ruining him. He's going to leave his second he can get out of here. He's going to the Canucks because that's who he's going to go for. to the Canucks. Just it's like his hometown team. Patrick Kane couldn't wait to get to the Sabres. Which still he's still gone. waiting to get to the Sabres. a couple opportunities to do so, <laughs> hasn't he? Detroit he has. might be trading him there soon. They can't <laughs> win has. with him. I found it, with I, him. I found it fun, fun <laughs> from Bedard talking about the Michigan goal, how it's just like, he's just like, yeah, it's just like a way to score. Like it's not e- like it's not even like oh yeah I'm, ju- I'm gonna pull this trick out of my back pocket and you know it, it's it it's legitimately if you have the skill to do it it's it's a way to to be a, a threat. He had another chance to do it last night. Yeah, there was a yeah. opportunity. It was right there, and I think he thought about it. He's like mm, maybe not two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> maybe spread them out. Not. Spread them out yeah. throughout my career. Yeah, spread them out exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, and talk a little bit about uh, what this roster could look like a few years down the road and when, when Connor Bedard gets some help, because I think that's what everyone's dreaming about after a game like yesterday. Yes. But first. And what everyone should be dreaming about, and you can make your dreams come true, is a healthier lifestyle physically and mentally and all that good stuff. And the Midtown Athletic Club can help you achieve your dreams. They have four Chicagoland locations in Palatine, Bannockburn, Willowbrook, and the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park here in the city. They have uh, a lot of options for people looking to uh, achieve their wellness goals uh, for individuals, families with kids, uh, people looking to make different lifestyle changes, people into holistic wellness. Uh, The Midtown Athletic Club has options and amenities for you, including super luxurious locker rooms, uh, wet and dry saunas, uh, indoor and outdoor pools and hot tubs. This time of year, you would not expect many places at all to have outdoor pools available, but the Midtown Athletic Club has outdoor heated pools. And uh, I was told when I was uh, visiting the Bannockburn location that they've been doing it for a few years, and it's so popular that if they said, you know what, we're going to shut it down, people would be very upset. Pitchforks and torches at the oh. Midtown Athletic Club. So they keep it open uh, late into the winter to keep you all happy. Uh, and they have everything else that you'd look for. Um, state-of-the-art workout equipment, yoga studios, uh, group exercises, spin classes, boxing, CrossFit. Uh, and if you love tennis, the Midtown Athletic Club is the place to be. They have courts and programming at the Midtown Athletic Club that is USTA professional quality indoor and outdoor courts are available. So head over to the Midtown to midtown.com slash CHGO to find out more about the Midtown Athletic Club nearest to you and to schedule a tour. And with all those calories you burned Mm -hmm. at the Midtown Athletic Club, got to replace them. Just undo the entire thing. With some bacon from our pal Charlie <laughs> no, the Bacon that's Guy. That's protein. It's, it's protein. It's that's how protein. you break even. It's pre-workout fuel. <laughs> that's right. Break yeah. pre, pre and post. Take it with you on the treadmill. <laughs> eat eat a pound of bacon, then go to Midtown. Can you just throw some bacon on like the coals they have in a sauna that cook them up? I bet you could. <laughs> People <laughs> might appreciate that. If you wanted me to do like faster on the treadmill, you'd, you'd hang a piece of Charlie See? bacon and I'd be like, oh, God. Get We're here. always thinking. <laughs> See, and that's what Charlie the Bacon Guy's bacon can do for you. He's based out of Woodridge and he makes craft bacon and bacon jams and over 30 different flavors. And I think between the three of us, we've tried most of the 30. Most. At some point. Uh, they're naturally cured. Free of preservatives. You don't want that stuff in your body. All you want is bacon and seasoning and spices and all the things Charlie uses to make the great bacon. It's vacuum sealed. It freezes up great. It lasts a long time in your fridge and in your freezer. So order a ton, freeze it. You're good to go. Here are some of the flavors available. Maple pepper, Nashville hot, French toast. Cherry Dr. Pepper. Cherry Dr. Pepper is excellent. Ranch, jalapeno, garlic, jardiner, and yes, there is a Malort bacon if you are a masochist. Bacon jam flavors, original bourbon, spicy peach. I know he mentioned last week that there was some uh, applewood bacon left. Uh, There's there's lots, so get in touch with Charlie. Here's how. CharlieTheBaconGuy.com. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see... All the flavors he's made on your screen right now. Mm. He's got that bacon archives. You can go see the stuff he's made before. So many good things. And get yourself a pack of that ground bacon. Oh, yeah. If you're someone that makes chili or whatever, 
The hardest part of making chili is slicing up the bacon. I used Charlie's recipe. He gave it to me, proprietary. And getting those little bacon bits small enough is really, really difficult. Get yourself some ground bacon. You can't go wrong. Make some bacon patties. It's all great. CharlieTheBaconGuy.com. And if you got some questions, you can email him, CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com. And if you got a flavor idea, he'll try it. And what's great about Charlie is you might come to him with an idea, and he'll say, all right, I'll give it a shot. No, you know what? I tried it. It didn't work out. I'll give it one more shot. Okay, nah, you know, this probably isn't, it's probably not working. He's not just going to force it. Uh, he is a chef. He is a, not just some amateur. Charlie is a chef. Um, I'm not going to disclose the location where. He'll tell you if he wants to. But uh, get yourself some bacon from Charlie. Charlie the He's bacon the guy. chef at the bear. <laughs> yeah, the, the show The Bear is be. actually a, a, roughly it is. based off of Charlie's it's life. Charlie based. I mean, the lead actor and Charlie, I can't pick him out. If they're, they're the same. Next, same same six-pack abs, they three eyes. As in the in the se- se- season uh, series of seasons, they haven't got to the part where he discovers his love for bacon just yet. It's Wait, coming. Who needs to discover that? Like, aren't you born with that? <laughs> Some people you're born just with You it. smell it and you go, I love that. I don't know what that is, <laughs> That's but I love great. that. Whatever that is, I want it in my mouth hole. <laughs> All right, want to get some super chats? How many do we have? All right, let's get to it. Uh, from KRCHI Sports. It says, topic for later in the show, but is Nazar Pro ready? Funny you mention that <laughs> as we look down the road here uh, to Connor Bedard. And I, can you talk about the tweet you got sent to you today uh, that we were talking about before the show? Yeah. I think it's a good reminder for people. Yeah, one of our, one of our loyalists um, sent me a uh, pro- projected... Blackhawks roster for the 2026 season or whatever it was. And it was like 95% based off of draft picks. And and while that would be a dream scenario that every draft pick that Kyle Davidson makes uh, not only hits, but also contributes to a contending Blackhawks team, that's not the reality. I don't know if there ever has been a team made of 100% draft picks ever. Can't, no way. Uh, no. So uh, maybe the first ever hockey team. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> the draft um, wasn't even a thing to the sixties. Right. But the Montreal Canadiens just went, I'll take that guy. I'll take that guy. Yeah. I'll right. Yeah. Guy. I can pay yeah. you this much. Pay yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's uh it's, it's a good reminder that as much as we are excited about all of these prospects in, in different regards, not all of them will contribute to the Blackhawks at the NHL level, not all of them will even make the NHL. Right. Um, but I think there are guys that you can see now as down the road pieces uh, to the puzzle that, that Kyle Davidson is putting together. Frank Nazar is definitely one of those pieces. And there was a reason that we, when we did our draft show in 2022, when he was available at number seven, we were like, get Frank Nazar. And you got Kevin Korchinski. And we were like, darn... Another defenseman. Well, we've changed our tune on that. But when he was available at 13, we were super excited because, you know, he's that that kind of player that can kind of complement a lot of different styles of play. He's got a lot of speed, a lot of pace to his game. Um, and today, four primary assists for Team USA in their uh, 11-3 win over Switzerland. Sorry, Philip Kurashev. Um, and, man, he's just – he looks really good. Is he pro-ready right now? No. Needs to – get through his his season at Michigan then we'll then we'll talk about turning pro and and I would think I still believe by the end of this NHL season he will have made his NHL debut yeah I think that's reasonable and then next year you know there may be some time in Rockford before coming here sure yeah the Kaiser plan maybe yeah like Nazar Four assists today, and and I saw the one of them happen live. I was just walking into the media room at Fifth Third when he had the nice little backhander to Brinley. Um, that's exciting, but it's also four assists against Team Switzerland. You know, superiorly. Like, yeah, it's like there you go. Uh, you know, it's not NHL quality out there. And you and I saw him at at. Notre Dame, and we spent half the game going, is he even playing tonight? Like We had the same experience with Fantilli last year exactly. at the game, too. So it must be made a possibly... Notre Dame no, is too strong, I my friend. I guess they just play too good at defense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's exciting to have uh, Nazar and have him do good at the World Junior. That's what you want. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. let's not bring him home from Sweden, put him right on the top line of the Blackhawks. No, no. He still needs some time. Oliver Moore... 
Um, another guy in the tournament, another guy the Blackhawks are very high on. We all, we all saw Kyle Davidson at Nashville. He was trying to trade up to get him, and then he fell to him and how excited he yeah, was. Yeah. And he hasn't played a whole lot so far. He's been like the, the been extra the, skater. The 13th forward and is getting moved up and down the lineup. But, he's I mean, he's getting some opportunities with the top line. He's noticeable the second he steps over oh, the sure. board. He's, he's fast. Yes. Fastest guy in the tournament. Probably, Maybe. yeah. He's I mean, when, when we've talked to uh, you know our our, our scouting uh, friends and draft analyst friends, uh, going into going into and coming out of the twenty three draft, like everyone almost unanimously said he's the fastest in the draft, best skater in the draft. Yeah. Like it's very evident in the time that we've spent watching him after getting drafted that that's that's very true. I just want to give a quick shot before I move on to uh, Melissa in the chat joining us Hello. for for sure. She was our uh, diehard Discord uh, member. I mentioned last night who went to uh, took her son to both first their game. first Blackhawks games. Excellent, oh, and it's a big one. To my point of last night, saying you go to your first game, Connor Bedard does what he does, and now you're hooked. Mm-hmm. And now she's joining us here. So welcome, Melissa. Melissa that. frequents our White Sox uh, events uh, as well. Oh, fun! Right. Awesome. Nice. Well, awesome. Good to have you on board. With, welcome uh, welcome to a team with a direction. Yes, and I think she. Lives all the way in the Peoria area, so wow. big Ooh. drive. So you know, Connor Bedard's bringing people from all over right hey, now, all over awesome. the place. But welcome aboard, Melissa. We'll try and dummy it down a bit for you. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, I think too. Like we we really sat video of us talking about how impactful it was that last night's game was the game he had that game mm-hmm. with a lot of first timers there. The game after Christmas, like that was significant, and people were responding it saying, "Yeah, you could tell there are a lot of first time fans there. People aren't waiting for a whistle. This is your opportunity." When new fans come, to teach them politely and say, hey, you know, next time you go to the bathroom, wait until the game. There's kind of a, there's a little bit of a, you know, you, there's ways to do this that is not a gatekeeping way. There's a way to do it that is a welcoming and saying, hey, just so you know, during hockey games, it's, it's courtesy to not get up while the puck's in play. It's wait also, for a whistle, then go. It's also a safety issue. Yeah. True. Like, you don't want to be walking to or from your seat, not paying attention, then zing. Right. I think uh, back in the day, back when I had season tickets, uh, they had Jonathan Taves do like a PSA on the scoreboard about waiting for the whistle. And, and they had the Eddie O stop signs. Yeah. At the, uh, I think it's perfect time to have Connor Bedard re-record that video <laughs> because if Connor Bedard tells you to wait for the whistle, <laughs> darn it, you're going to wait for the whistle. Yeah. That and like also... We need to get the Let's Go Blackhawks chant out of the building. Yeah. It needs That's not the it's chant. Been, it's been better of late, Hawk. but it's still not quite there. The it's, chant is Let's Go Hawks. Let's Go Hawks. Let's Go Hawks. It, and and one, it's in the two, same three. cadence as Detroit sucks. One, two, Let's three. Go Hawks. By design. Yes. Because when the Detroit fans come in and they say, Let's Go Red Wings, Detroit sucks, it plays very well off each other. Yes, it's not yeah. Let's Go Blackhawks. Yeah. Just, I know... It's it's a catchy champ, but that's not it. And I'm not trying to be a snob or, or a gatekeeper. No, just I'm just trying, trying to educate. To, trying to the Let's Go Hawks is the correct chant. Yes. And it's so much easier and more efficient. We don't need we don't need word salad in our chants. No. We get things out of the way quickly. Keep things simple. Yeah. Anyway, back to uh Bedard in the future. Yeah. Uh we do our Hawks hits after every game. And what I was going to write about last night, because the Hawks for the first two periods were getting their dicks kicked in up and down the ice. Boom. Uh, assuming it was going to be the uh, 10th win in the last 11 tries Dickinson's. for the Jets over the Hawks. And uh, they seem to have their number. Yeah. And kind of going through it, like trying to figure out why I think your brain says, well, they're obviously bigger and much stronger and heavier than the Hawks. Actually, left wing lock, according to left wing lock, Hawks and Jets average 6 1. The Jets average 194, and the Hawks average 191. Hmm. That's that's the difference. So it's not so much a size and speed thing. I will say their more important players are their bigger, stronger ones, where the Hawks have Tenority and Crevier is probably right. in there. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Right. So the Jets have a lot more big skill. But this is something that we should be looking at as we project the roster out because you've got Bedard, you've got Nazar, who are two, I think we're – Obviously, Bernard. but Nazar, we're pretty certain, as we said, will be an NHL player. Oliver Moore, probably. Mm-hmm. But as you look at this, there's not a lot of go get the puck. There's not a lot of grit. 
There's not a lot of, uh, and it's not so much size, but willingness to be physical. And the guys you have in the system that are like that, probably Colton Dock is your most NHL ready, or most NHL probable is probably the right way to say it. Yeah. You've got Marcel Marcel, but he's a late round pick who may never play. He'll he'll need, he'll need time. He's years away. He'll need time. Samuel Savoie plays that way. He's not big, but he's willing to go do it. Plays that way, yeah. They've got to find some skilled don't players. Don't Ryder Ralston for that role either. Yeah. yeah. But th- there are guys, but in, in terms of upfront top six Swagger guaranteed, one, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, thinking about a, a player with the mixture of that style of play, that idyllic size – but then can also put up points and be productive in a top six role. Uh, I mean, you, you see it online. You see it in our in our chat here. Um, should the Hawks not land the number one or number two pick, depending, um, at least not number one, you look at a guy like Caden Lindstrom in, in the WHL. He's a big kid, about 6'3", 6'4", right around 200 pounds, putting up big numbers in, in the WHL as a, as a centerman. Like, that is pretty much what I, that's the guy that's the exact kind of player you're talking about to get into the system um the other way that they could get a player like that is through free agency or or trades and a player who could do that be sizable be able to be a guy that can go get to the puck and hold on to it and put up points is a free agent not this summer but next summer in Leon Dreisaitl so there's options out there for the Blackhawks um, but I, but getting, I, getting the vapors. I know. Just I, thinking about it. No, I, I know, I know. But I, I think, I think, or Miko Rantanen, or Miko Rantanen. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's ways for the Blackhawks to to go down that route. And what I do like about the draft strategy is that they're using their their high picks on guys that they're thinking are those skill players, a Nazar. Obviously, Bedard, mm-hmm. Korchinski, like high skill players, and later later in drafts they've gone with guys that are bigger. Alex Ferrand, uh, this past summer, fourth round pick, big kid. Uh, Marcel Marcel, fifth round pick mm-hmm. in this year's draft, big guy. Um, Another big, scary looking guy, Milton Oscar. Uh, yeah, like the you, Bond villain. The Bond you're, villain. You're getting yeah. those. You're getting those. <laughs> like kind of like roll of the dice. Let's see if we if something can happen here with, with those guys with size getting a guy with size is something that you can you can do in multiple different ways getting guys with that high-end skill it's it's harder to do so using those premium draft picks to do that i think is the right way to go because you can find a a guy with size to play a bottom six role as a free agent or as a trade piece drafting skill and trying to find guys with sk- trying to find guys with skill is super hard and it costs you a lot in the trade market well i too. mean that's why the Kachuk brothers are unicorns right? In, yeah. this, in this NHL because you watch the World Junior Championships, and, and I don't know if people watch Shorzy on the show, but they talk about it on Shorzy, and they say it's the freaking NBA. Mm-hmm. There is not a lot of big skill yeah. in the junior game these days. Some of your bigger skilled guys are more playing the college game, but it, it's, it still seems, even though it's the gap is narrowing between junior and NCAA, you still get the bulk of the really good players come from junior. Yeah. Right? There's exceptions, of course, like Fantilli and hopefully Nazar, and there's others, mm-hmm. and Jonathan Taves, obviously. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr was a college player. Ian Mitchell. Um, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> same guy. Same yeah, guy. Pretty much the same guy. Trevor Van Zereem Dyke. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not It's not the 90s anymore where you've got, you know, Brennan Shanahan and Eric Lindros and like guys like that just kind of growing on trees. The right. game has changed and it's become more skill and speed. So if you can find that guy or develop one of the ones you have, mm-hmm. that's why like I'm so interested in Colton Doc. Yeah. Like I damn, yeah, if he could just he a, stay healthy, he he's been night. he's been good in Rockford and he's scoring those kind of like power forward style goals. And not to knock his brother, but I think he plays with a different mindset than Kirby does. Yes. Colton seems to have a lot more self-confidence, and maybe it has to do with lower expectations for him. He's not the third overall pick. He doesn't feel like he has to go out and score 50 and 50 every year. Mm-hmm. He can just go out there and be himself and do it at his own pace, and maybe that's helped him a little bit. But I'm really interested to see how he looks at the NHL level because that guy could be an answer for you. Is he perfect? No. Yeah. But he could be an answer. He's He's got that edge with the size that he has been naturally gifted with he plays with that edge that 
Kirby at basically the same size, if not bigger, didn't really play with. And I think that that can, that can be a difference maker. Because I don't think Colton's as raw-skilled as Kirby. Right. Um, but I think it's, there's still a lot, a lot there. And he had a goal last night for the Ice Hogs, which was, which was great to see. Um, and he's another one of those guys that, like, yeah, we're all really excited about, but this is his first taste of pro hockey. Like, it's still going to take some time, but you're seeing the positive steps. So I, I, I would like to think he plays a, a top-nine role on the Blackhawks when they're contenders. That'd be ideal. Yep, and, you know, we, we talk about all the prospects, <clears throat> and we keep mentioning potential free agents, your Nylanders, your Rattanins, your dry Drysaddles, all these guys. There are going to be guys that hit – the trade market that n- you never see coming. You There's always guys. Andrew Kachuk got traded. Yes. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Guys get traded. And having all these prospects, all these extra draft picks, some of them are going to be used to go out and get a guy like that. Well, mm-hmm. look, I mean, that could be why. Cur- their di- currency until their NHL players. And that, I mean, look, like, we have all, and I, I'm guilty, raising my hand, pointing the thumb, whatever you want to say, of like, hey, Use some of that to help Bedard right now. But Davidson could be looking and saying, what if another Matthew Kachuk becomes available? What if Brady Kachuk wants out of Ottawa? Uh, And he's like, shit, okay, here's multiple firsts and seconds for him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that to be prepared for something like that, now you can't wait forever because chances are guys like that don't become available. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's nice to see. If there's not someone that you know is going to be not only immediately helpful but helpful – for the next eight to ten years, like a Kachuk would be, then then there's no there's no need to go rush to get rid of those high end prospects yeah. or uh, assets rather. Yeah, I I think it's there's there's a lot to be said for having the option to get to keep reloading your system with top end picks, but then you have the option of being like, well, let's let's get a guy in his mid twenties who can help us right now and for the next six, seven, eight years. You know, that's when you get to a point where this team can think that way, you have the option to do it. It's Marion Hosa. Yeah, you obviously will jump at a chance to give up two or three guys that might be good someday for a guy that already is good and will be good. Mm -hmm. You know, so just uh, just remember that when we – Watch these World Junior games, and and we 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 read the rebuild report every week. A lot of some of these guys, your favorite prospect, might be traded to get that guy that puts them over the top. Yeah. Well, can you Could go happen. back? I think Melissa had a comment. The the new person uh, <laughs> developing your own Melissa. players is key. Not something they used to on the south side. And look, that's a really good example. Of what we're talking about is. The Sox were like, look at all these amazing prospects yeah. we have. And then they were we've like, we've got Eloy, we've none. got Robert, we've got Tim Anderson, we've got all these guys, and yeah. it became nothing. So you can't fall, and we, I have to warn myself, I think we all do, we can't fall in love with all these prospects, and the same message has to go to Kyle Davidson, too. And you can't <laughs> think that you're just done in, in two or three no, you like, keep, dra- draft classes. You'd be like, going. that's it, that's our core for the next 15 years. Oh, yep. You got you have you have to keep looking ahead and, and somebody's going to be that window. Open. Someone's going to leave. Someone's going to get traded. You need that guy. Someone's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Look at Tampa. You know, for a yeah. while there, they were just bringing up guys that that filled roles. Not so much anymore because mm-hmm. they've traded away their entire draft for Brendan Hagel and uh, Tanner. Uh, that guy. Janelle. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, but I mean, like not every prospect is Jonathan Taves and and Patrick Kane. And to, to use the baseball reference too, not the what the Cubs did for that 2016 core was almost unheard of. Too, yeah, where Chris Bryan hit and Rizzo wasn't their draft pick, but they gave they you know they highly touted. Yeah, um, he hit Baez, you know Schwarber, all these young picks, and then Wilson Contreras kind of comes out yeah, like somewhat like unexpectedly. The fact of all and those guys time. doing that, right? But, like, you just can't always say, well, we've got six first-round picks in three years. We're winning a cup. Yeah, don't work right. that way. No. Now it helps when you have a Bedard. It, it, sure, does. it sure does. <laughs> now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys are the Cubs fans on this show. Rizzo got to the MLB 2012? 
Um, he played a little bit with the Padres before he got. Oh, Padres! To the, okay. And he was acquired yeah, he was from a the Red, Red Sox. Sox prospect. Got traded. He was to the drafted Padres. by Theo by the Red Sox. Was traded to San Diego in the Adrian Gonzalez trade. I believe. Oh, okay. he played Correct. in 2011. And then for the when Padres. Theo got here, he was like the first guy he wanted to circle back and grab. Was that 13? And he made his debut in 2012. 2012. Rizzo for the Cubs. Yeah. With the Cubs. Okay, so four years. And then yeah, and then and then 16, they win the yeah. win the World Series. And that that even that was kind of like 15 was ahead of schedule. 16 kind of felt ahead of schedule, right? Give, yeah. Given given what the plan. Yeah, it Could felt like been. everything came a year early. Yeah. Yes, Bijan reminds us it was Andrew Kashner for Rizzo. No, I remember a lot of people being upset that? we traded the great Andrew Kashner. You Kashner-er. can't trade this Cashman guy. Don't trade the <laughs> Cashman. He's still good. Well, So, yeah, I mean, it's those those blueprints and plans, they take time to uh, to develop. I mean, we Bedard is here now. Korczynski is here now. Nazar seems like he's in that next wave coming through. You got a couple of, of guys in Rockford that are making progressions. Give them another year or two. Then they'll, you know, if things go well, they'll be here. We're talking about maybe three years from now seeing a the beginning of a recognized plan that Kyle Davidson is, is, is putting together where you potentially could have Bedard and Nazar and maybe Reichel and uh, Kurashev and more. Right. And Del Mastro and Allen and Korchinski and all these guys making their like NHL first few year f- first year two years together getting that train going and with the Blackhawks before they were the the modern day dynasty that 06, 07, 08 stretch where Keith and Seabrook were here Sharp was here and then Taze and Kane showed up like it's going to take a little bit of that time right and you know for every we all dream about this this core and this talented team you still need a lot of things to go right because the buffalo sabers that was a they, team on the they, rise they this looked, year. They yeah. looked ready to take that next step. And they got we, Darlene and Power we, and Paige Thompson came, not out of nowhere, but was better than expected. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting. Every year is supposed to be the year the Ottawa Senators are going to take that next step. They're like one of the worst teams in the league this year, yep. right? yeah. except when they play the Maple Leafs. Well, Same and, thing for the Blackhawks. Tage Thompson and, was and, acquired from uh, St. Louis. Yes, yep. he was the Ryan, was it the Ryan O'Reilly trade? Probably. Yeah, I believe it was. Um Let's yeah. just hope Kyle Davidson's plan is better than the the Iser plan, because that's another that's another <laughs> team that for years. But Kane is playing a game. This for years we kept hearing about these prospects. And he lost six three. And you know, then last year they go and they get all these veterans, and what that do for them? Nothing. Then this year they go get Alex DeBrinket, and then they add Patrick Kane, a bona fide first ballot Hall of Famer who's scoring a point per game. Those two have rekindled their chemistry, and they. Doing jack shit as a team. Two, eight, and one since Patrick Kane has yes. joined the team. Yes, they've gotten worse <laughs> since Patrick Kane. A lot worse. They went from being in a playoff spot to four points out of the and playoffs. He, and he individually is playing well. So, uh, you know, he's been great. There's that, no doubt about it. Laid it's, plans, a back, it's a black. It's you know? the best scenario for the Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Kane is you doing great, and the Red Wings he's, keep losing. Yeah, you can be it's happy on two fronts. He's playing well, and the Red Wings are losing. I mean that has to be some regression of the mean though, right? Because they were overperforming prior to that. That's true. They were. I didn't. I never bought in that they were. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't one that predicted them to make the playoffs this year. I predicted Buffalo to make the playoffs, so they're making me look. <laughs> like they're better than they're playing now too, though. They're somewhere you, between. Well, they don't where have they a goalie. Where they are. All, all their goalies are hurt. Get Not Jimmy Howard in there. He's our size now. He can stop some pucks. <laughs> Just, he literally fills the net these days. <laughs> all right, we are. We're talking too much. For uh, look, uh, Mario mentioned the Hawks train. When the train arrives, you're going to want to get tickets to the games. You should get them now because Connor Bedard is worth the price of admission. Yes. But sometimes you can pay less than the price of admission with our friends. At game time, you should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They've got great last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And my favorite feature is the view your seat feature. It's amazing. You can look at exactly where you're going to see on the map. You know exactly what your seat would like. Not so useful at a... Hawks game, because, you know, it's a circle. But at a concert or something, to see where the stage is going to be in comparison to your seat, that is an awesome feature. And Game Time is obsessed with finding you ways to save money on tickets. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. 
Create an account. Use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Jay, you know what's interesting is yesterday when we were leaving the arena, you and I had Mm -hmm. an organic conversation about electronic vehicles. And it reminded me. As we always do. As we always do. It reminded me that it is getting easier for businesses, not just civilians, but businesses to to switch to electric vehicles. And that is something we can all get behind, right? For the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. You darn tootin', Mario. The electric grid is evolving <laughs> to meet your cleaner energy needs. Tootin'. As we all move with Toots. confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Yes. Whether you, you have one delivery van or, like myself, have a whole fleet of shipping mm-hmm. trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. Greg, since you seem so knowledgeable on this, what should business owners do? I'm glad you asked. You can go to ComEd.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Well, wait to the end of this show. Start making <laughs> your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to ComEd.com slash clean was i was distracted by the ping pong going on in the in the office did you say comed.com slash clean yes go now after the show and see how going (laughs) electric connects us to a better way of doing business and for a better future for generations to come that's important okay we are short on time we need to make a production decision on the air we've got two pieces of tape of luke richardson talking about peter morazic sure which is better for today's purposes the one from today all right Let's fire it up. Here is uh, Blackhawks head coach Luke Richardson talking about Blackhawks goaltender Peter Mrazek. Yeah, I think we did that before Christmas, and and we'll probably do that right now. But again, it's going to be managing the workload. Like last was last night was a lot, and uh, we'll have to see how next game goes. Uh, just with the amount of practice that we've lost lately, whether it be travel or uh, you know the the holiday break, we got to make sure we get some practice in. So. Uh, if it becomes too taxing for him, uh, you know, I'm still of all the confidence in the world in Sodi. It's just that you can go with a hot hand uh, sometimes. And, uh, you know, Sodi's got to get back in there and battle himself as well. And uh, he's a big, solid goalie that keeps himself calm. So I know he'll be ready when we need him. But, um, you know, Peter will probably uh, play tomorrow unless something come, changes between now and then. But uh, uh, he's deserved that. So I have no problem going with him a little bit more than usual. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Peter Mrazek will start to get the bulk of the starts here instead of the back and forth we've been seeing a little bit. He's the guy that gives you the best chance to uh, not only win games, but at least give your team a chance to put together a decent performance. You know, when, you, when you're when you out there and the teams, you know, you, you talk about consistent effort and trying to have a 60-minute game where, you know, everything, the Blackhawks are doing all, this, all the little things right, it gets interrupted when, you know, four, five, six goals are going in, you know? So last night, Mrazek was, until Bedard scored the OT winner, the only reason the Blackhawks were in that game was because of Peter Mrazek. Yep. Um, and getting rewarded for playing the way that he's playing this year is is great for him. I think it's the right thing to do. Um, and maybe you just give Soderblom some extra time to just be like, kind of just find, find, find that rhythm of like being a backup. Because going in every other game, basically – getting shelled most of the time, that can't be good. I'm not a goalie expert, but that can't be good. No, and I, uh, we talked to Peter Morazic a little bit last night after the game, and the first thing he said, he was asked, you know, what's been the secret to his success this year? He said he's been healthy. That's, that's why. And yeah, he's that helps. hopefully staying healthy. Um, I know they're probably a little, still a little hesitant to be like, okay, you get four or five. Right. But you got to let the guy who has been the superior goalie play and I think he's playing himself right back into at least one more season here in Chicago um, I mean we're not quite ready for for Drew Camezzo to take take the reins uh, still building that bridge you know yeah Adam, Adam Guyan's been playing good in the world juniors but he is a teenager mm-hmm. yeah uh, he is three four seasons away he still has to go play college mm-hmm. let's pump those brakes yeah um so bringing Morazic back on another deal similar to what they inherited 
why not? And if you don't have any faith in Soderblom by the end of the season, the free agent market isn't great. Uh, go but, find somebody. Go, it's here, a backup. Here's a guy I, we, I talked about yesterday uh, when we were in the uh, uh, before, in between morning skate and going back to the game. Mario and I talked about it. And a guy I would look in to bring, I'd bring back Morazic, and then I would bring in uh, Kako Kaponen from the uh, Sharks now. Yeah. He's, he, I know his numbers don't look great. With uh, San Jose, but nobody's numbers looks really great on San Jose. Does, yeah, yeah. But this was a kid. He's only 27. He's got starting experience. He's was tremendous in his couple of years uh, with the Iowa Wild in the Minnesota organization. This was a guy that went. Decent with Minnesota, too. Right. This was a guy that when uh, I was, uh, when we were trying to, to uh, make that trade for Mark Andre Fleury. I wanted Kakonen back in the return. Yep. But instead, he got traded to San Jose. That's the guy I bring in here. He's 27. He's still got some potential. A guy that maybe he's your a, a longer term thing here while you wait for your young guys to go. Uh, that that's if I'm Kyle Davidson, that's what I do. I bring back Morazic and I bring uh, Kakonen in here, and that's my one A one B for the next. At least year, maybe two. Yeah, we discussed this last night uh, when you were off. Uh, two year? You comfortable with the two year deal from Razik? Sure. You comfortable with four? <laughs> no. That was suggested by a, by someone in the chat. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. In, I'm not on board no. on four. How about three? No. Two is my limit. Two, two sounds great. Two and a half. Two is, two is my <laughs> sure. If you, you're if signed you, until if you, if you sign him January first, so he gets the half of this year and two, two and a half more seasons of Morazic. Yeah, no, I'm not comfortable beyond two years because at that point you would hope that Jumezo is, is your guy. Yeah, is ready. Fits, he's got you. Got to fit your timeline. And if you have Kakon in here, who's good, maybe you bring you give him beyond that two years to kind of be you know. Uh, the guy that works Comezzo in into a full time starter. So, um, no, two years for Morazic sounds good to me. I mean, even if it's not Kakanen, right? Like you find somebody on the like every we just discussed this last night. Like, wasn't pretty much every former Hawks goalie a free yeah, agent? Kevin this year? Lankinen's out there. <laughs> yes. Malcolm Subban. Yeah. Um, Colin Delia. Colin Delia. No thanks. Um, a couple of Nikolai Habibulin. Hey, he's, yeah, he's yeah. back playing. Speaking of him back, yeah. maybe Jocelyn Tebow wants to come out of retirement. <laughs> we got his water bottle right here yeah. for him. Well, hey, maybe in a few years they can uh, get Chris Balhiway's son who plays for Team Switzerland. Yeah, yeah only that. He got he, a little uh, shell shocked. Uh, a, a couple people mentioning Carter Hart in the uh, in the chat here. That's very intriguing. Uh, he's an, he's an ar he's an arbitration eligible RFA at the end of this season. He has a qualifying offer of four point four seven nine million. Uh, you know, maybe a year or two ago, you might think Philadelphia, you could get them to give up on Carter Hart. This season, eighteen games played, two point six two goals against average, and a point nine one three save percentage. He's a few years ago. You had a lot of questions and a lot of concerns. He's turning a corner in the last two seasons, and I think Philadelphia probably, uh, not being a Flyers expert, that's our, our guy uh, Bill and Charlie over at PHLY. Uh, that's their domain. But I would think that the Flyers have probably come around and want Carter Hart to be a part yeah, of the future. Yeah, I don't know what their pipeline looks like, but you got to figure they're going to at least bring him back for a couple more years. Yeah. And, you know, he's, what, he's 25? 25. He will be 26 over the summer. Yeah, you don't – you'd probably have to give up quite a bit to get those rights. So – and I'm not right, sure yeah. you want I mean, we were we were just talking about, you know, if you offer sheet him that that at that $4.4 million threshold, that's going to cost you some some draft picks if, if, if you have that come through. But – I don't know. If there maybe, was no, maybe there's a if there was no Camazo and Guyen in the in the in right, the then you pipeline, get desperate. I, yeah. I I would definitely consider that. Yeah, but I'm not ready to give up a ton of assets for one or two years of Carter Hart. No, I agree. Just see what you get with Morazic. You're not going to win anything in the next year or two anyway. Yeah, I mean, if the price is reasonable, sure, why not? I mean, 
can never have too much goaltending. Right. That's the That's Vegas true. Golden Knights. All right, we're going to get to your super chats here, but first Greg's going to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. Yes, we are almost near the end of the regular season for the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you got a couple more weeks to get a full weekend's worth of your football bets in. And this holiday season, throw down on the big matchups with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Here's a fun bet that I'm looking at for this weekend's game. It's called the Catch Me If You Can Parlay. Okay. Um, is it dropped passes? It is not. <laughs> uh, be, I'll be all over the Bears on that one. Uh, Kyron Williams' longest rush over 18 and a half yards. Christian McCaffrey's longest rush over 18 and a half yards. Justin Fields' longest rush over 16 and a half yards. Ooh. And Lamar Jackson's longest rush over 14 and a half yards. That four pick parlay is plus 1177. That's a fun one. That is fun. I like that's that. That's a fun one. I like that. So that's, the, that's the bet I'm going to go with this week. You throw a few bucks on that. I mean, you bet 10 bucks on that. You're taking over almost $118 home with you. How so about that's, that? that's, that's good value right there and a fun bet. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook now and use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on NFL action and score 150 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. Damn it, they still have the numbers spelled out here. You got it. You can do it. Here we go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Sorry. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Oof. Nice. I'm going to add a couple seconds on to that because I started late. 34 is the new number to beat. Now you were also pretty late. I, I saw it go at least one second before you stopped after <laughs> I was done. So let's c- cut it in half and say 33. Oh, man. I'm comfortable 33 with that. And 33 and a half. Right. Fair enough. All right. 33, 33 and a third, half. like the That's naked gun. The new All right. We got some super chats. But first, uh, Windy City Hockey. Mentioned something we have not mentioned yet. Roman Kansarov did sign a two-year extension in the KHL today. Totally expected. That's yeah. fine. He is on track. There's nothing to make you think he's not going to come here to he play. He wasn't going to be here next year anyways. No, that means yeah. he's, he'll, be, he'll be 21 when his contract expires. Yeah, don't worry Even about that. Even if he that. signs another two-year extension after that, it's not the end of the world. Uh, Roman Kansarov will get his development playing in Russia's top league as opposed to playing in college or the AHL. Yeah. And he had an assist today, I think, too. I believe so. Yes. He's uh, coming along nightly, so nicely. So not a guy we expected here in the next two years. No. So no. nobody worry about if, that. If Russia had a World Juniors team, he'd be on it. And we got Super Chats. Uh, Michael says, hello there. Finally became a diehard today. Hey, Thank you, Michael. Hey, Thanks, love Michael. that. And now Melissa's son, Sage, is checking in. Says last <laughs> night's game was one to remember. Awesome. Definitely. That's awesome. A uh, $5 super chat from Evan says, what's a bigger need for the future? A big top six power forward or a top four right-handed defenseman? How about get both of them in this both. year's draft? Both. Uh, Why not both? Yeah, a bigger need, I would say the forward, because you can move a defenseman to the right side. And you got Seth Jones to the end of time. So yeah, you're yeah. good with that. Don't worry about that. And then Evil Bills says, thank you, Cricket, for the laugh this morning. Great show last night. All right. Oh, yeah. That's in she, reference to the She the mentioned that he yesterday. smells like bacon. Oh, yeah. That he That's, smells like bacon. Sure. Exactly. Okay. We all smell like bacon after hanging around Charlie anyway. That's right. So. All right. We're back tomorrow. Hawks and Stars at 7 o'clock. That means we've got a 6.30 pregame show for you then. So meet us there. We'd love to see you in the pregame show. And, of course, after Hawks and Stars wrap up. We want to remind everybody we're powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 630 on the CHGO Blackhawks pregame show. Talk to you then. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.